my name is Randy, and I will be your host for this episode of Infotainment. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. I would like to welcome each and every one of you to this episode of Infotainment, and we've picked up some listeners in Norway and Switzerland from different cities than usual. I'd like to welcome you. And uh, since I'm half Norwegian, and I wonder if any of you have had uh, Ludafisk uh, from from Norway, or Norwegians. Maybe not the younger crowd, but uh, maybe a little bit older. Uh, fish jello is what I call it. <laughs> Sorry about that for those of you that are big Ludafisk eaters. But there is a uh, house of worship that has a Ludafisk feed every December. And I found that I had to drown it in butter and gravy and salt and pepper to make it taste like anything. I was trying to find my hello uh, sound effects, but I have about 64, well, 63 sound effects on there, and uh, uh, didn't find it for a little stinger in between stories. I promise not to make this about the Roadcaster Pro 2. For all the uh, audio heads out there that want to learn about it, as far as your uh, streaming and gaming needs and the podcasters and the musicians, uh, they'll be going to YouTube anyway and watch about, there's about uh, 50 unboxing videos and stuff like that on it and and some live streams <coughs> talking about audio routing and having to know where is going uh, where the audio is going at any given time and one guy was unhappy with it and it's going back to the go xlr i i wrote down well i uh Put three things in the chat on it, and uh, I think he he did read it though, and he did kind of answer it. But once I said I was a lowly audio podcaster, I think he kind of dismissed me when I <laughs> said most of my problems with the Roadcaster Pro Two was uh, figuring out what settings to have. In my uh, little Audacity program and my Windows 10 sound settings. And uh, my Optiplex 5050, uh, that should be the name of a band, uh, is old enough now. I probably should go to Windows 11. Mine is old enough that it has a DVD drive in it. <laughs> But and now since our one 
computer store has closed up and uh we had uh, like a three at one time and one didn't last because i looked in their window and didn't look like they had any inventory anything displayed at all here in uh, Worthington, Minnesota. But, and the other two did have stuff uh, in the store, but they went went elsewhere or uh, are gone now. So I don't know what, so I guess let's all go over to Sioux Falls, South Dakota or go to Amazon. Uh, I would like to eventually get a Windows 11 machine because I know nowadays a lot of them are maybe just a little bit bigger than your modem router deal these days. But what I have first on the podcast docket are 20 signs of intelligent people. And some of these I have and some I don't. But how many do you have after you hear this? Scientists have said that people who forget small details like birthdays, names, or where you kept your car keys may bear signs of higher intelligence. Number two, you are not easy to impress. It's too hard to impress intelligent people because they already know what you are talking about. Number three, you tend to be self-critical. People who aren't afraid to be self-critical tend to be the brainier ones. Intelligent people accept their own shortcomings and understand that there's always more they could be learning. Number four, you have a good sense of humor. Not only are funny people smart, they're nice to be around. Evidence suggests that having a good sense of humor is linked to high emotional intelligence and is a highly desirable quality. Number five, you are less social. A healthy social life actually leaves highly intelligent people with less life satisfaction. Is it because the desires are more aspirational and goal-oriented, and other people are annoyingly distracting? Number six, you are not afraid to ask questions. Many people think they can show the smartness by providing answers all the time. Incredibly smart people know that people can truly assess your intelligence by the questions you ask. Number seven, you are thin. Scientists have conducted several studies to examine the correlation between overweight and the level of intelligence. So they found that intelligent people are mostly thin. Number eight. You are curious. If you love to learn, the more you'll learn and the smarter you'll get. Science backs this up. A study from Goldsmiths University of London found that how people invest the time and effort in their intellect. But it's not just learning more that makes you smarter. It's wanting to learn more, which is a trait common in intelligent people. Number nine. You are lazy. Research has revealed being lazy isn't exactly a bad thing, as it is a sign of high intelligence. Number 10. You talk to yourself. Do you talk to yourself? Don't get embarrassed admitting it, because science has discovered that those who talk to themselves are actually geniuses, and not crazy. Number 10. You have lots of self-control. Intelligent people tend to have strong self-control and can resist making impulsive decisions. If you have a strong tendency to weigh all of your options, and can resist making impulsive decisions, it might be time to embrace your inner genius. Number 11. You are humble. Intelligent people never say that they are intelligent or smart. They also show greater generosity, helpfulness, and gratitude, all things that can only serve to draw us closer to others. They recognize their own limitations. They don't humiliate others. Number 12. You know how much you don't know. 
you realize how much knowledge you still lack. The smartest folks are able to admit when they aren't familiar with a particular concept. As Jim Weiner writes, intelligent people are not afraid to say I don't know. If they don't know it, they can learn it. Number 13. You are easily distracted. Those who find themselves easily distracted at work may be intellectually superior to the colleagues, according to research. Intelligent workers may have difficulty concentrating due to the vast number of clever ideas popping into the gifted brains. Number 14. You are sensitive. Intelligent people react to the surroundings with a lot of sensitivity. Sensitivity towards beauty, people, places, and one's environment is a common characteristic of intelligent people. Some studies have shown that gifted adults express a high level of sensitivity due to the superior aesthetic abilities. They're capable of understanding everything that happens, they observe very carefully, and sometimes they take on the feelings of other people. Number 15. You procrastinate. Yes, you read that right. As much as leaving something till the last minute can make you feel dumb, studies show that it's actually quite the opposite. If you procrastinate, it means that you take your time on things, rather than jumping to conclusions or choosing the easiest solution. Smart people also procrastinate because they choose to spend the time on tasks that they find more valuable, while postponing more trivial ones. Either way, procrastination is far from the monstrous time waster people can sometimes make it out to be. Maybe it's no surprise that things like doodling and daydreaming also signify intelligence. Don't get it wrong. Number 16. You are eldest among your siblings. Firstborn children are more intelligent than the siblings because they receive more mental stimulation in their early years, new research has shown. Confirming the suspicions of eldest brothers and sisters everywhere, University of Edinburgh economists found firstborns achieve higher IQ test scores from as young as one year old. The researchers, collaborating with a team from from Sydney University, examined data from 5,000 children who were given reading and picture vocabulary tests every two years. By analyzing the results in relation to parental behavior, they found firstborns were given more support with tasks that involve thinking, and subsequently scored better on the tests. It's just a study, and probably could be wrong. Number 17. You cannot stand background noise. If you prefer to work in complete silence, you have that in common with Franz Kafka, Charles Darwin, and Anton Chekhov. These are only some of the brilliant minds who insisted on dead silence while they worked, or who complained about being unable to filter out background noise. You might think that smart people are the ones who are able to fully tune out the world, but studies suggest that this isn't the case. The inability to tune out noises like talking, shuffling feet, chewing, or typing might actually be good news for your brain. Number 18. You make connections between seemingly unrelated subjects. If you can distinguish patterns where others can't, you probably have a more creative mind. What some see as randomness, is actually a sign of a brilliant mind. Most people can see patterns, but highly intelligent people see them more quickly, and they often see patterns in everything, writes a gifted specialist on Quora. Connecting disparate things is also a sign of a highly conceptual mind, you're open-minded and don't look at things literally. Number 19. You are open-minded. According to a University of Pennsylvania study, intelligent people tend to be willing to see things from other people's perspectives rather than simply accepting one viewpoint as valid. They formulate their opinions after careful consideration of multiple viewpoints, rather than simply making snap judgments. They tend to be open to new concepts and ideas, which contributes to their intelligence. This doesn't mean, however, that they are gullible or easily swayed from their own opinions. In fact, open-minded people are more likely to confidently stand by their own opinions, less likely to be manipulated. Number 20. 
you are often anxious. One of the most recent studies comes out of Lakehead University in Canada. 100 students were surveyed through a questionnaire. Those who indicated by their responses that they had a lot of anxiety and worried about a lot of things had higher verbal IQs than those who did not. My mom used to say, you'd forget your head if you didn't have it attached to your body. But, <laughs> oh man, I'm going to have to ride this audio a little bit. That I don't understand this uh, chat and main thing here. I got everything pretty much set to main until I... I thought everything would be on main and on the home screen on this thing, but it is not. Uh, well, I guess I started out a little strong, but <clears throat> in the voice. And we'll see. But yeah, I'm bad at... Uh, uh, forgetting keys or the phone. I come back into my apartment like once or twice a lot. Oh, I forgot this. I forgot that. And I know I'm bad at birthdays and names of people that I'm not frequently around. Maybe you know them as an acquaintance. But... That's the way it goes. <laughs> You'd forget your head if it wasn't attached on it. That, that, that wouldn't be good. Yes, I'm not really. I'm highly. I'm not easily impressed. I'm trying to sound as snobbish as possible. But no, no, if anybody knows me, uh, my level of snobbery is uh, not that I, I, I'm easily impressed with somebody who knows how to use a variety of power tools because I was in, uh, insulted by the woodshop teacher when I was uh, around 18 and, or so. Another reason he was a pretty shitty teacher, but uh, he didn't, you know, and you get shocked and you don't know what to say. And I go, well, my dad was uh, passed away when I was about ready to turn 15 and didn't show me. He worked on sewing machines. He worked for the Singer Sewing Company. So, yeah, working on power tools wasn't his... <laughs> main deal and I found that I I didn't really care for it and the things that you care about are the ones that you concentrate on yes he was a pretty shitty instructor weren't you Dale but he doesn't remember that and I understand he's uh, well, I won't get into it, but, you know, it's like, well, help me out a little bit. I'll do it. You just help me uh, with the next step in the process. My uncle, who was a whiz at uh, carpentry, he never offered to 
I should have asked him to help me out. You know, I would have finished the cabinet that he finished for me out of the wood from the 80s, which I still have today. But I would rather be sitting on a computer. Boy, at that time, had I known what computers uh, were going to become, I would have... Uh, concentrated on that like uh coding and and different things and uh investing in apple stock uh in the beginning at opening bell on their first day but oh that's the way it goes like i said before i'm sorry i'm rambling but let's get to the next uh smart thing you know uh, i see all these uh liveaboard boat uh couples who just whizzes at carpentry and stuff and it's amazing enough to me are you self-critical of yourself yes uh, i'm guilty of that one too um I tried to take the best photos I could when I was taking pictures for my high school newspaper and the first year at St. Cloud State uh, when we shot black and white film. <laughs> oh, yeah, a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they ended up, but I had a whole artist sketchbook with uh, 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 paper uh, the newspapers uh, from the school and the college taped into and a lot of mounted photographs and, and a, a couple of 11 by 14s of Jerry Blackwell the wrestler from the AWA and also one where they were studying bats in the uh, at St. Cloud, and we went in and uh, I took a picture of a bat that was being pulled out with like a, a similar to an Allen wrench, and the bat the bat was biting down on it and it had its wings spread, and it's, it was with a flash bounced off the ceiling and it was just awesome. But I don't know where it ended up. So, yeah, I'm critical about that. Uh, I did have one guy say to me in high school, yeah, you're trying to be snide to me. Yeah, you're the professional and I'm just a hack. He didn't word it exactly that way, but that was the gist of the thing. But, well, yeah, well... Yeah, I want to try to do the best job I can because that's what I thought I wanted to do at that time was to be a photojournalist. <clears throat> now knowing what's ending up with newspapers, our Daily Globe has gone down to uh, one newspaper, or actual paper newspaper, uh, down to one day a week 
and everything now is on the on computer. Uh, newspapers are shrinking a lot. So, and then the next one was, uh, "Are you funny?" Yes, I've been told I was funny, and I funny enough to come up with three minutes of stand-up comedy in the Twin Cities. Uh, for a contest called Funniest Person in the Twin Cities at Acme Comedy Company. And uh, I won the first night against two other people. and uh, <laughs> But then, of course, there were more experienced people the next time. And one guy back said, Oh, you're trying to be like Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm like... Uh, because I didn't yell everything. That's what they, was well, my biggest drawback. I didn't yell because, you know, the first time doing that contest, you know, you're a little nervous. That was the first time I ever stood up in front of a crowd and told jokes. And there were actually were a lot of people there because they had a headliner who was, uh, a professional at it who made money. His name was uh, Alex Cole, the brother of uh, Dan Cole, the common man. He did a radio show uh, out of the cities. At I don't know if it's called K-Fan anymore or not, but at that time it was. And he, he even complimented my stuff, which was... Which was really nice, uh, you know. That was probably the best thing I got out of the deal. The first prize was a thousand dollars. Ooh boy! <laughs> but that was something I wish I would have kept up because you get the more immediate reaction. I did the stand-up, well, sit-down comedy experience. Uh, is one of the episodes I have on here. Uh, if you'd like to look at my back catalog, and now I, I've come up with some other stuff, you know, like uh, they say that I read where the average person farts 17 times a day, and I'm like, hell, I, got, I beat that number by 8 a.m. in the morning. Uh, isn't there some award for that? <laughs> but I won't go through the whole thing. Whole comedy uh, show, the podcast I did on that, I think was about a half hour. And it sounded like I was in a club. I did some reverb with it and all that. But that's sort of my background. I, uh, kind of also video production i worked for a cable access station in anoka minnesota for a little while before the city took it over and let us all go uh, from the uh cable tv north central long long time ago but learning now was uh very fun helping people set up cameras and to do their own show and i did my own show too uh, faces and places of minnesota that's ah, going way back so now maybe you know a little bit uh, more about your 
host of the infotainment and and if I could just get a permanent co-host uh, that knows a lot more than I do I'm I'm willing to take all the suggestions I can on how to turn this into a lot bigger thing that has a wide sense of humor and uh, can help make it bring it to another level as far as uh, you know I know I need to make some merch and all that and have a place uh, for it for sale for those who really like the show and have listened to multiple episodes and stuff like that but that's uh, for a future time. Well, that recording goes on and uh, about people, um, the smart people want to learn new things and all that other stuff, as you heard, and trying new things and our solitary creatures sometimes because they are working on that working on their passion as far as a hobby or whatever. They're something they are trying to turn into a profitable thing. So I think I will. But how did you fare on those uh, uh, things as far as uh, what people, well, the people of those articles uh, consider? Well, some of those are backed up by scientific studies as far as uh, uh, smart people go. Why so serious? Yeah, why am I being so serious? Uh, hopefully I will find something later to talk about. Well, these dumb criminals wouldn't have any of the characteristics of or traits of smart people. And now I do have a story out of Florida, <laughs> of course. Uh, let's see, two men that are dubbed Florida's dumbest criminals after one drops ID at crime scene. Now, they do have their mug shots, and one <laughs> with his hairstyle and look on his face, he looks like he might have stepped out of a, a white supremacist town hall meeting or something. Uh, they both look, uh, well, he, he looks angry and sad. The other one just looks sad. These two men, uh, Robert Hobby, 41, and Marcus Reeves, 23, are clearly not the sharpest tools in the shed, making it a cinch for cops to track them down by leaving a few items behind uh, after their alleged crime spree. Now, being a thief already makes you dumb, but that isn't why they are this week's dumbest criminals. The Marion County Sheriff's Officer Office said on its Facebook page, 
You see, these two went on a burglary spree inside the city limits of Ocala and out here in the county. It said uh, they were breaking into convenience stores, stealing cigarettes and lottery tickets. But while doing this, they were smoking cigarettes inside the stores while the cameras were watching. The sheriff's office continued. But that still isn't the best part because we didn't need the cameras to identify them. You see, when they left the stores, they left their shoe. And it doesn't say shoes. Forgot to turn off the air conditioner. It doesn't say shoes. It says they left their shoe. So each of them were only wearing one shoe. The one-shoed bandits. Uh, they left their tools, and, and Marcus left his wallet with his driver's license. <clears throat> Some adult beverages or other uh, illegal <laughs> drugs were involved in this uh, before they went on their crime spree. It has so... We went to their house, and uh, well, his house, one of them. Oh, yeah, Marcus. And knocked the door... Uh, it should have knocked in the door. Knocked on the door. He confessed both were arrested and are now in the Gold Star Hotel. Uh, they used to call it the Gray Bar Hotel. Uh, the two numbskulls face a total of 14 combined charges for grand theft and burglary. Classic move. Oh, yeah. Not really, but uh, it works. Due to an error, I did lose a story, but I can do a long story short, or a short story long, whichever you consider it. But uh, two fishermen in Oklahoma were noodling, which is where you stick your hand or another appendage into a hole and try to pull out a bit large, a big and large catfish. And one of these uh, 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 people, one of the guys, thought the other one was trying to kill him to feed him to Bigfoot. So, in order to prevent that, he killed the other guy. While Bigfoot was sitting there at a dinner table waiting for his uh, meal, uh, drinking a mimosa and uh, nibbling on some garlic toast. But <laughs> I think some illicit chemicals were involved in this story also. What are you people? On well, you do realize that the Bigfoot species doesn't believe in us either. <laughs> and I think that's enough yammering for this episode of Infotainment. And you might notice uh, in some uh, directories or platforms that uh, the title's listed, but you're not able to play it. I am taking some of the oldest ones shows uh, off off the air due to storage limitations. 
So just be aware of that. And you can look at my Facebook page at Infotainment. You can go to uh, infotainmentpodcast.com and leave a tip in the PayPal tip jar if you're so inclined and enjoy the program. And as always, uh, have a pleasant day today and a happy ending tonight. Keep it real, homies. Evacuation order acknowledged.